0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan again, bringing you another study from God's Word. And we're happy to be back with you at this time. The Lord has been gracious to us and given us opportunity, given us grace to come back here, bringing you God's message day after day. We're looking at a study. We have been for quite a few days now. Looking at the Antichrist Bible, or properly termed the RSV Bible, how it's been, uh, how the been whittled down, they call it a, the RSV Bible, Revised Standard Version Bible, but uh, we, we look into the study there at the errors, we bring in, showing you the errors, how that uh, this Bible has been watered down and the scriptures have been deleted and turned around and twisted around so much that it's a, just a mockery, they made a mockery out of it. And we look in there at uh, how the, how the uh, uh, modernists and they have campaigned to get this Bible accepted, Uh, nationwide and even worldwide. Now, my friend, we've been showing you, giving you statements, uh, uh, comparing one verse to another out of the RSV Bible with the authorized King James Version Bible. And uh, we want to look at some more of those script things at this time maybe. But I want to mention, I want to mention before we get into the study, Many of you folks have been hearing the old trailblazer now for quite some time. We're on about 40 radio stations now across the south and up the eastern coast and somewhere, some in Kansas, some in Kentucky, some in... And and, and I long to hear from some of you folks. And it's come the time that I need to find out if there's anybody listening to your station. Are you listening and not ever responding? I'm asking you to do me a favor. If you would, sit down and write me and tell me that you're hearing the old trailblazer, and tell me what station you're hearing it on. It doesn't matter whether it's night, day, whenever. Just tell me what station you're hearing me over, and, uh, and I appreciate it. I need to do that to, to, con- to find out if I'm spending the Lord's money properly. If no one is listening, I'll cancel this station and take, uh, take the money and put it somewhere else. That's what the Lord's leading me to do. And so I'm asking you to sit down, drop me a note, And uh, tell me that you're listening. Also, uh, many, many times we've asked folks, send us a picture, a snapshot of your family. Let us know. We have a bulletin board. We're going to put up those pictures with the addresses on the back. I mean, the people's name and address, where they come from, so that our people can see Who's out there listening? I think it'll be a great thing. Pastor Shelton always loved pictures, and I do myself. And also, if you'll do that, send me a snapshot of your family, your children, you and your wife, you and your husband. Then I'll send you, in turn, a 5x7 of the old trailblazer if you request it. So if you would, sit down and write now I'm not asking you for money. I'm just asking you to let me know if you're listening to the station. And so we're going to get back to our study now. Many folks asked us, why did this group of modernistic leaders, uh, why were they so intent uh, on getting this, uh, all of this Bible out to the market? They worked on the presumption that with one bold stroke probably they could displace the old King James translation and install their Bible in the seminaries, in the Bible schools and churches and enough to get a, a permanent hold, and they did. Then, this is exactly the way Satan puts over his propaganda. Everywhere he moves, through prominent religious leaders, their followers, and others who are afraid to stand out against them on account of their influence and prestige. My friend just because a prominent person is a leader in a religious or civic activities it doesn't mean at all that that person knows anything about God according to 1 Corinthians 1 by the world by wisdom knew not God also according to 1 Corinthians 2:14 The natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit for their foolishness unto him. Then listen, the spirit of Antichrist, which is the spirit of Satan, intimidates the individual to cause him to follow the crowd. Christ said in John 5, 43, I am come in my name, in my father's name, and you receive me not. If another come, Antichrist, shall come in his own name him you will receive how can you believe which receive honor one from another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only when an awakened sinner a poor old lost sinner who has been awakened is afraid of his friends and loved ones or those in authority over him as to what they say or think about him he'll never get saved that has to be broken my friend that power has to be broken because that's the spirit of the Antichrist no sinner ever gets saved until he comes to the place where that he does not care what others say about him, and I understand, I understand that I've been there, I was there, my friend. His one thought is, I want Christ, and I want Him alone. So it's among, so it is among religious leaders. They cannot be led of the Spirit of the Lord until they come to the place where they're not afraid to stand out against individuals and stand for the truth. I I know many, many pastors in my goings and coming, and I know, folks, I hear them, they're afraid to take a stand against sin. They're afraid to hold up God's Word and says, this Word says, uh, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. They're afraid to say that. They're afraid of their reputation. They're not willing to stand out, if need be, to stand for the truth of God's Word. And listen, take whatever the consequences are. Now, I know, my friend, I've known pastors who told me that they stood for the truth, and their good givers left because they got their feelings hurt. They got their toes hurt, stepped on. I know of a, a person over in the south, southern state who had 7,000 members, and he began to hew down the line, called sin sin, and before long, 4,000 of them had left, and he was standing outside, uh, as my daddy used to say, with his shirt tail out. They put their rollers under him. That's right. But listen, this group of evolutionists that we have today hate God's Word, will not accept Christ as the Son of God. No, we have shown you clearly and plainly what modernism is today is a rejection of the Son of God as deity on the one hand and the deifying of man as God on the other hand. Modernism says there's no personal God without Are above the universe. They believe in a supreme being that they call God, but they do not believe in a personal God. They believe that man himself is his own God. They say, I'm the representative of humanity. By worshiping me, humanity worships itself. And that sums up their doctrine. This grows out of the fact that they are ranked theistic evolutionists. They believe and teach that man is constantly growing better and better and better, more spiritual, more moral, more godlike, and that the deity of mankind is growing stronger and stronger and is ever rising to new heights as humanity advances. Oh, my friend, what a, what a tragedy. What a tragic thing to believe. With your Bibles in hand, let's turn to first of, the first chapter of Genesis and read there quickly. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is a statement of the original creation. In the beginning of time, God created, that is, spoke it into existence, the heaven and the earth, or the universe, by the word of his power, when there was no such thing as matter. In other words, he created the heavens and the earth out of nothing. And in Genesis 1-2, we read, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Listen now, you know the story of Genesis, the creation, but listen now. They have let me let me show you what this group of modernists in the RSB Bible have done to that verse in Genesis. They have not done they have not done it In the text itself but by a footnote which is more subtle and more damning the King James Version reads in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and the Revised Standard Version in the footnote reads when God began to create now my friend it's almost impossible for me to to sit still to see all of these discrepancies all of these perverseness in this in this Bible in this uh, so-called Bible and then they they throw out the theory of evolution. Have you ever heard it? Does your children come home oh, with that damnable doctrine, my friend, that the that the Bible teaches the, uh, evolution? No, listen, my friend. I want to read you Darwin's theory of evolution as someone has exploded it. Would you listen to this now? Darwin's theory of evolution, how it was exploded or put to shame. Three monkeys sat in a coconut tree discussing things. They are said to be. Said one to the others, Now listen, you two, there's a certain rumor that can't be true, that man descended from our noble race. The very idea is a disgrace. No monkey ever deserted his wife, starved her babies and ruined her life, and you've never known a mother monk to leave her babies with others to bunk, or pass them from one to another till they scarcely know who is their mother. And another thing you'll never see, a monk build a fence around a coconut tree and let the coconuts go to waste, forbidding all others to take a taste. Why, if I put a fence around a tree, starvation would force you to steal from me. There's another thing a monk won't do. Go out at night and get on a stew or use a club or a gun or knife to, tell, to take another old monkey's life. Yes, man descended, the honorary cuss, but my brother, he didn't descend from us. Now, my friend, I thought that was appropriate. I wanted to read that for you. It's like the old trailblazer used to say here. Someone asked him about his ancestors. He said, well, some of them may have hung from a, a rope, but none of them ever hung from their tail, my friend. I wish you'd laugh that thing off the face of the earth, that damnable evolution theory. How did, how did they believe and teach and, and want you to believe that we... Uh, come from a little one cell animal over the billions and billions and billions of years, why not believe God's Word? The Bible says, In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God created. Is that, <clears throat> is that difficult to understand, my friend? Is that difficult to believe? I ask my folks here, I have some who have not turned to the Lord, who will not turn to the Lord because of their obstinacy and their, their stubborn will. I ask them, how are you going to get saved? How, if you deny Christ is a Savior, if you deny that he's able to save, how are you going to get saved? And they have no answer. Well, it's just like the doctrine of evolution. There's no salvation in that, my friend. They teach that we're just like a dead dog. You ever see a dead dog on the side of the Internet, internet swelled up, fit to bust? No, that's not man. No, sir. Man has an eternal soul, my friend, and that soul is going to live on. You may believe in the doctrine of evolution, but my friend, one day, one day, someday, you will stand in front of the great white throne justice, ju- judgment, just like the Bible says, and your name will be called out, and you'll have to come up to the front, and the Lord Will look in the books and judge you from by what's written in the book, my friend. Oh, listen! My name's written down, but it's written down in the palms of the hands of my blessed Lord. He said, "I have graven thy names in the palm of my hands." Why did He do that? Because they're ever before Him. Or oh, you say, "Oh, how could that be?" Well, my friend, don't, don't take issue with God's word. Just believe it. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and be damned. Oh, I wish I could sit down by your side and drink a cup of coffee or take lunch with you one day. And maybe I will. But if you're listening to me up there in WSAI in Cincinnati or over KSKY over in Dallas, Texas, or anywhere, if you're listening, would you sit down and write me as I asked you to in the early part of the broadcast? Just sit down and write me and tell me what station you're hearing me over. Send me a postcard, if you will. But if you would also, send me a snapshot of your family, your children, your wife and uh and maybe your dog and we'll put it up on our bulletin board and i'll say these are those folks who live up there in uh, minnesota these are the folks who live up in in uh new jersey or over there in charlotte north carolina we may even put brother dwight and brother roy's picture up there folks that we know and love up there in charlotte and uh if they'd sit down and write me my friend we need to know if you're listening because if not we're gonna have to cut some of these stations where there's not where they're not supporting themselves, and turn somewhere else. I have three invitations on my desk now for a new station, people calling me, wanting me to give on their station, and I'm giving folks a chance to to let me know if you're listening. I'm not asking you for money. I'm asking you uh, if you're listening. And, my friend, I wish you would do the old trailblazer a favor and sit down and write me. Tell me you're listening. Tell me what station, and if you would, uh, pray for me. Pray for me if you would, I appreciate it. If you would remember my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post office box eighteen ten Walker, Louisiana, seven oh seven eight five. Till next time, goodbye and may God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old Trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.